0: Yo, what's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brendan. Here with Professor Tino. What's goody? Tino, do you pee in the shower?
1: Do I pee in the shower? Yep. Jesus Christ. Off to a tough start. I don't... um, (laughs) Just answer the question, man. Oh, my goodness. He wasn't ready for that. (laughs) I was was not ready for that. Uh, Jared, could you turn down my overly loud laughter? Thank you. Um... What was the question? Do you pee in the shower, man?
0: <laughs> Quit laughing and answer the question. It's not that hard.
1: Uh <laughs> oh, I I I I plead the fifth. You
0: plead the fifth? I plead the fifth. I'm gonna say that you do, and I think that's fine because I feel like everyone does. It's perfectly normal. Um I bring this up because you said before we came in here that you would not go to the bathroom oh, here on my campus. Goodness. And <sighs> I think that's so crazy at me. Uh, why would you hold it in? Why can't you go to the bathroom on campus?
1: I don't know. I just, you know, I've, I've not on, not even on campus. It's just, I've never been able to go like a place that I don't go home. You know. So you're just gonna explode when you get home? Like my friend Tristan does that too. That's so ridiculous to me. I think. Well, it's 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 important to note that I I don't poo on campus, right? And and go I go other places i mean that yeah, make i don't sense. know man for know,
0: those man. of you who have <laughs> trouble going to the bathroom on campus i've uh, come up with a short list of best places to go oh, my geez. personal favorite is in saint paul's i actually had a stall specifically for me where i like carved my name into it because i've been going there for like five straight <laughs> years only that one if that one was full i was go- I i would hold it i would just wait till that stall opened up i don't know why but the, another good one that I really like is fourth or fifth floor McCray Library, like science library. It's because the bathroom's so small, and it's just one stall. It's a good place. And I just chill there, you know. It's a nice study just break. Just hang out. Just But just. overall, you know, if you're around the arms part of, you know, the campus, obviously don't travel halfway across campus <laughs> to go to this specific bathroom. But fourth floor... Um, Oh, the physics building what's that one allen fourth yeah. floor allen for some reason that's mm-hmm. like the least visited building in the all of the science buildings yet on the fourth floor it has the largest bathroom i've ever seen really? on campus like it's huge i i well i guess that's for the men's i would assume the women's is the same you can have all the privacy in the world there, and it's just a huge bathroom so that's my so yeah
1: what a way to start!
0: I mean, this this podcast will be tips and tricks for new <laughs> students because we're in orientation <laughs> now. So orientation, week. so even though we're not on campus, when you come back to campus, you know, listen to this episode and know where the best places do, to do you, go. To do the basketball. You know where to poop. Yes, um, we're here on campus. It's actually very crazy. Like just all of UCs just stripped. Students are now coming in to get their textbooks and whatnot. The Starbucks that you know and love, that's connected to the bookstore, is now a place where uh, they socially distance, give you your New textbooks books. if you order in advance. Hmm. Um, you know what used to be, you know, the digital print center and uh, all those offices that AMSU used to own uh, all along those windows where the fire happened. Mm. You know, I went in there; it's just all stripped, It's just yeah. bare. Wow. you know which is kind of cool because now you know it's up on up to umsu and us to now build that up and put in what uh, what students want and uh, exciting it is exciting a new start uh, there but yeah um, Yesterday, we had 200 students come to campus for to buy their textbooks, but the university is doing a good job of keeping them socially distanced, and uh, it's mandatory to wear a mask. They have have all the stickers on the floor, so it's mm. good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Tino, did you want to get get into what you've been doing for SU in terms of the, all this orientation?
1: Yeah, we've uh, we've been doing um, a couple Zoom-like meet and greets, which have been very exciting. We launched our interactive site, which is basically, a, a, essentially, it's a, it's an overview of University Center just to kind of recreate that vision of what University Center is usually mm-hmm. laid out. And we're going to be hosting events through that. And I think we're going to be, we definitely are going to be using the, the interactive site to do events moving forward and as, as long as we stay virtual. Um, yep. We're talking about how classes are probably going to be online in the winter. Yep. So this is going to take... A pretty big role in, in how umsu does their or i mean <coughs> Bless excuse you. me uh it's it's gonna take a big role on how umsu does their programming and right. i'm excited to be a part of that
0: do you um, know have you ever uh grabbed the wrong woman's hand thinking it was your mommy when you were little
1: what what is this <laughs> what, isn't that what, just the scariest thing this? to do actually i have a pretty funny story about then um, go ahead Cause well I haven't I haven't done that specifically. Oh yeah. It's but. just <laughs> you feel like that Mr. Krabs being like, Whoa, what's going You're on? You're not my mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, really quick before your story, I have to yeah. correct two things from last episode. Okay, oh, yeah. we said we talked about racing movies, and we talk about Thor. So Chris yeah. Hemsworth, I forgot his name, mm-hmm. and he was in the movie Rush. That was the other mo- uh, racing movie we were trying to come yeah. across.
1: Did somebody call you out?
0: No, I just I I just felt dumb when I got home. I'm like, oh. it's Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> you idiot.
1: Why didn't you ask? I mean, yeah, eh,
0: whatever. And then secondly, I said uh, Matt's cottage at the in the water, you couldn't see your hand six feet deep. I meant six inches deep, as in yeah, oh, it's that murky. Okay. Right. Yeah, of course, you're not gonna see anything six feet deep unless you're at like, clear lake or something.
1: Oh, but yeah, true. go ahead with your story. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that because I don't understand American units. Um,
0: Get the hell out. Okay, we're gonna jump.
1: <laughs> actually, we're just gonna <laughs> jump straight into one of yes. the segments, which is let do me it. pose a question. And it, it was,
0: do you use the metric system or the imperial system? For I literally then? have that written down. That's For what, what we. Um, just I, more in, in your day-to-day life, or just in general, in your whole life, what have you used more in the Africa? What system. do they use? The or metric system, because
1: yeah. we have logic and exactly. We well,
0: obviously, yeah. the metric system's the best, Probably, but yeah. because you know, um, American devices and whatnot <laughs> infiltrate our lives all the time. We we still. Well, I mean, like in terms of height, we still yeah. say you know feet and inches, and in terms of weight, we're saying pounds. Yeah, when um. But, but then, like, I find, yeah, I use kilometers when I'm driving, right? I, I, in terms of distance, I actually use meters. So, like, I would yeah. say you're a meter away from me. I wouldn't say you're six feet away from me uh, or whatever. I can't even do the conversion. But, yeah, yeah. I, use it, I find myself using Imperial more than metric. Not to mm. say that I don't use metric, but I want to know if you're the same
1: way. I, so it's, it's actually funny because the Americans get a lot of smack about using the Imperial system. But the only reason they use the imperial system is because they got that from the British when they were colonized by the British. And that's why it's imperial, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always find it funny when people make fun of Americans for using the imperial system. But um, I use the metric system much more just right, because yeah. it makes sense. But I have noticed it, it, it's hard to get out of it when you're living in Canada, especially when you, like, go to the gym and all the weights are in pounds right, exactly. and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think I, most of them still say, like, kilograms on them, like... The ones that the, like, the ALC actually don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's the ALC. I, so, I thought in most gyms, yeah. Yeah, but I actually don't know how much I can lift in kilograms. Like, I can only do I believe you. the
0: commotions 2.2. So, so whatever your pounds is, divided by 2.2. But at the same, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know my weight number. in kilograms. I know my weight in pounds. Yeah. But even with always using height and weight mm. in terms of uh, Imperial, I still mm. find myself using metric because I still talk about, like, oh, I walk this distance right. in kilometers, And uh, for the most part, like, I always say, like, oh, that's, like, that's a meter away from me and whatnot mm, but mm-hmm. uh yeah I, I asked my mom and she said she said she had to use the metric system more which or sorry the, the imperial, imperial system more and that was surprising to me anyways uh sorry we just jumped ahead to that segment let's yeah. go, we're still in the intro of this podcast so we, we haven't gotten to the segments go ahead
1: um yeah, i'm just realizing that my story will probably take too long that's so okay. we'll get to the reason for the podcast today which You're is right. first year's Tips and and tricks. Yes, tips and tricks. Um, Because
0: I wanted you to bring up uh, what we did yesterday, what you ran the orientation session.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the orientation session yesterday was sort of an AMSU info session, an explainer of what it is that AMSU does, and so explaining the executive roles and basically that. We had a really great turnout. I think we had like 160, 180 students. 180. 180. Mm Crazy! It was such fun. I I, I love interacting with students, and I'm it really gave me happy. such a rush. It Did was so good, yeah. And you
0: was awesome when we yeah. shout the podcast. Someone said like, "Oh, the I, podcast like, is awesome!" Right? Like they already listened to it. Like, damn! Like because we only just started promoting it. Finally, we've de- <laughs> we decided to promote it. I think whatever sad this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another highlight, which was fun, was um, we wanted to kind of get students involved more, and we said we could give them more clout <laughs> by if they went to our newest. Myamsu post and commented and we'd give them a follow back and we were kind of debating what should be commented for <laughs> in order to get a follow back and it's <laughs> just a random student in the chat said Brendan the goat <laughs> and then <laughs> then everyone's just like yeah like comment that comment Brendan the goat so I believe 45 comments later that whole post is full of
1: Brendan, Brendan the goat, goat. <laughs> fun fact about that post I did follow back everybody who commented yeah, on the post I'm and glad. if I missed anyone uh, just DM me and I'll follow you back 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah,
0: so it was really good to have everyone out. Um, it was funny, Tino, you uh, You tried to scare the kids. Uh, you, you, I, I, so I think someone asked something along the lines of, like, is the university harder? And you're like, it's much, much harder, like, it all serious. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't scare them like that. If you are a first year student, it is harder. But don't be scared of that. You have a lot more free time. That's the thing about university. You're less bogged down by the stuff that, you know, high schools force you, mm-hmm. all the little extra things. And you you are now going to a condensed class and they expect you to study outside of the class. You are expected to spend more time outside of class than in class. And that's a, you know, I like that too. You you have more freedom and you're more flexible. Instead of being stuck in high school, you know, whatever nine o'clock to uh, four o'clock yeah. or whatever your time was. You are now making your schedule, and you are expected to you know, be an adult. You know, follow up on due dates. You know, um, you know, get your assignments in, stay on top of things. It's up to you. The great thing about being online, I guess this is kind of a tip and trick, mm-hmm. is that you don't have to spend time going to campus and going to that class. You can do it from the comfort of your home. Use that extra time to study, write out, rewrite notes, and you know, a lot of lectures are recorded. Make sure you stay on top of them. If you miss something because they're going too fast, mm-hmm. it's recorded. Rewatch it,
1: you know, for the most of it. Yeah, it it seems to me that it's not standardized, and profs are kind of doing their own yeah. thing with this. But I, I like the point that you raised in that you have a lot more free time free and you time, just yeah. get to choose what you do with your own time, which for me was the hardest part when I first came here. It was that the like it was my time and I could just do whatever I wanted mm-hmm. with it and you could use the time to party. Like you could just exactly. party the so whole time. So that's term. why it's good to be
0: a new student now. You don't have that distraction. Exactly. So, exactly. So while yes it's harder, mm. don't listen to Tina where <laughs> he's just staring deep into that that camera like it is much, much harder.
1: It is. It the is. other
0: thing you did is you tried to scare <laughs> kids away from cheating. So, but I don't like, Mm -hmm. we talked about this coming in. I don't like the way you did because you Mm -hmm. sounded like a prof saying, don't cheat, like, don't do it. Yeah, obviously, don't do it. But they hear that enough from profs. Mm. What it is, is that students, we're hearing that you guys don't like all this lockdown software, but that's only because the amount of cheating has risen a ton. It is much easier to cheat, but it's also much easier to get caught, and it's just not worth it. Tino, yep. you had the stat for me.
1: I did. So last winter and summer there were twenty one cases in uh, cases of cheating in yep. the invertebrates class that I'm in. Last fall there were twenty three, and last. Uh, well, last this, winter, I This I meant, past winter, This yeah. past winter, it was a 450. Exactly. And here I am, finishing
0: mm-hmm. my OCHEM 2 class three weeks ago, yep. and I don't have the mark back because they have to investigate the class for cheating. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with the other uh, chemistry class, BioCHEM 2. You're now you're ruining it for other students. And again, the whatever, the sadness you get from getting a C instead of an A because you didn't cheat isn't yep. worth the sadness you're going to get by getting kicked out. This. And and you're just ruining for others by the university does now have to implement like you have to write this test with your camera on and yeah uh, it's it's anxiety inducing and that's just the way it is now because too many people are cheating so I just implore you it's not worth it don't it's
1: you? it's not it's such a hefty process too I I I was just telling you about this uh, when I was on SSA I sat on the local discipline committee as a student representative and this is the committee that takes care of. Um, appeals when students are caught cheating and yeah. that sort of thing. Literally all the th- all the committee hearings I did, the student was found guilty yeah. even after they appealed. It, which is just like just you're wasting people's and time. It's even easier to have evidence
0: now with all this online stuff. So much easier. It, and it's not worth cutting the corners because the point of going to university isn't to get that <laughs> you know, we say it's to get that paper, but you you actually have to like retain this stuff. Here I am, uh, you know, fifth-year student trying to get into dentistry, mm. and the entire uh, dental aptitude test is based on first-year chemistry and bio, mm. and I'm sitting here, relearning all the stuff, and, like thinking, like, I really should have just learned this and st- instead of tried to cut corners. Like, if I mm. had just learned this, I would be golden right now, but now I'm being forced to relearn it. Yeah. So it's ju- just retain the information True. instead of looking to cut corners and cheat or get away with whatever it is you want to do. Just learn the stuff.
1: Just learn it. Don't You'll achieve. be a
0: better person for it. It's a simple, Anyways, it's a simple rule. Anyways, let's get into actual tips and tricks for new students. Oh, yeah. That's why we're here. It Did is. you have any specifically? I have a couple.
1: Um, So I had a couple. I think you can go ahead and we'll see if
0: you well, have overlap. right. So, of course, usually orientation week is a bunch of parties. We yes. don't have that now. But I still implore you to go out to the events that your faculties are trying to run for you. So I heard that there was about 300 students that went to the uh, Faculty of Science orientation. That's good. You know, it's good to be there and getting that information you know we spewed a lot of information yesterday about textbooks you know if you still need a transit pass to get to your job or whatever you, there mm. is you know you're in, you're in university so you can get the post-secondary pass semester pass um just being aware of like taking in all the information you know classes aren't going to get into full swing until about. Um, you know, week, week one and a half. So just mm. in your free time, instead of seeing as a time to watch TV, just try and learn as much about the university as possible. There is a lot. I remember coming to this campus and just being overwhelmed. Um, I guess the nice thing was, is that you don't have to find out where your class is. I remember even having to come to campus early just to know where my classes were on campus. Mm. You have mm-hmm. the luxury of not having to do that. You know, your classes are through UM Learn, but really just go through all the resources. And Something we talked about was essay writing, and that there's the yep. writing center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's a great resource. I I didn't know that when I took my written classes back in first year. That that mm-hmm. could have helped me out a lot. So it's just about trying to find out as much information as possible. It's on our my umsu page, uh, Instagram page, on our website. Go to the university websites. Just taking as much information as possible. Um, something I want to bring up was mm-hmm. a Reddit. We so the University of Manitoba has a subreddit. Yeah. I was actually thinking of doing an Ask Me Anything on there so I can just kind of compile a bunch of information on there. Uh, what do you think, Tino? You think I should just go on there?
1: I think you should do it. Um, I wouldn't personally do it because I don't want to get downvoted yeah. to hell. Like I was telling you, I'll
0: take the bad karma. You will. Yeah, I'll uh, take the negative internet points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's scary. The subreddit scares me, but it's also helpful people. So this, this mm-hmm. like, so one of my tips was get involved in your community. So like, join the class groups that people are putting on. Like you said, yep. go to the events your faculty is putting on. Uh, in my opinion, I think it's much, much more important to do it now that we're virtual just because yep. you're home and you're isolated and all that. It's so important to have people that are going through the things that yeah. you're going through because more likely than like 99% of the time, someone else has had the problem you're having. So yep. and uh,
0: another thing I suggest mm-hmm. um, someone asked how do I make friends in this remote learning download the app telegram someone is probably going to make a telegram group chat for your class Mm -hmm. and you you end up seeing the same profile pictures and names you know typing in that chat and you make kind of friends through the (laughs) shared goal of I hate this class or a shared (laughs) goal of this question was hard and uh, yeah download telegram join the class group chat you know use the online forums you
1: get to meet people through there it's good another tip i had was for like zoom fatigue um right. if you if you do have a class where you have to turn your camera on turn self-view off right so what that mm. does is that it removes like you can't see yourself essentially which which kind of um also what i'm looking for simulates that in-person you, oh, environment because wow. like when you're in person you can't see yourself right Dude, you're a genius i didn't even know you could do that <laughs> you can and i, I absolutely that. man you to i do just it. find myself looking at myself all the time <laughs> Exactly. That right. is exactly what it is. Like wow. it's so it's so distracting. Just turn it oh off, and then you find yourself focusing much. Tip of the day, better, right there. Thank much you. Better. Um What else did I have in here? So this seems like a basic one, but mm-hmm. it's a very important one now that we're virtual. Get enough sleep. Okay. Right. I'm not gonna tell you to get eight hours of sleep because that's arbitrary. Everyone knows the amount of sleep that you need you' you should find out exactly how much sleep you need every night and get enough sleep like you thank yourself sleep is the most important thing when it comes to your brain regenerating yourself and I'll all add that to that make stuff. sure
0: you're sleeping during the right times so don't wake up at 12 even true. though your classes are recorded if you got that 9:30 lecture get up for it very true it's very true. you'll be happy for it because I, I find people saying like oh they go too fast in live Mm-hmm. Uh, that I like rewatching it later, but I think you attain more if you were to just watch it live. And the things you miss, you just go back and rewatch because then it's like learning it twice rather than just once. Yeah, yeah. Also, when it's recorded, like what I found is my lectures were an hour and a half. If mm-hmm. I watched it recorded, it would take me three hours to get through because I, would, I could take breaks, so I would take breaks. Versus uh, if you're in the class, you're not, you're that phone's away and you're not paying attention to it because you know like nice. it's go time right now. So it saved me time in that regard. Did you have anything else on actually Out of tips now? Oh, yeah,
1: I had one more. It's about textbooks, right? So right, oh. <clears throat> you mind? Go <laughs> ahead. Textbook. But you reminded me of one. Yeah. So this is actually very important, and it's important to note. This doesn't apply everywhere, but some professors are actually obligated in contracts to promote the newest version of their textbook or. A text, a textbook mm-hmm. for a course. Uh, so you find props telling you to get like the newest edition because that has all the important information and all right. that stuff. Don't listen to that. That's quite frankly that's BS. There are cases where it does apply, and obviously as biology student, we know it, that I classification find, changes and all that. Yeah,
0: I find it's just more
1: convenient because then the posted like
0: chapters are the ones that match up with the new textbook versus having to go find it on your own in the old one.
1: It, it is convenient, but sometimes... Okay, I'll give you the example of a calculus textbook, yep. right? Like, what's going to change between the fifth and the sixth oh, edition? Oh, I'm not saying the textbook. content changes. I'm just mm-hmm. saying,
0: like, the the prof posts, like, hey, read this chapter. And if it's an old textbook, you're going to have to
1: actually find where that chapter is in your thing. That's fair. That's fair. But it's also, like, if you're trying to save money, there's oh, no... Oh, yeah, still do more it. More often yeah. than not, you don't need to Buy get Buy textbooks to edition. use. That's my tip. Find out
0: Buy if textbook, the textbook yeah. is even needed. Yeah. In st- for stats they told me i needed it i never used it so i just yeah exactly um, but it's it's still it's almost always worth getting the textbook i mean i've kept, i've still kept all my textbooks and i've made a little bit of money just by renting it out to people. Mm. Uh, so I still have them, but I was able to kind of make back some of my money. And uh, right now, studying for the debt, mm-hmm. guess what I'm doing? I'm reusing my bio and chemistry first-year textbooks. Really? So, so it they are worth it to buy. Just make sure, you know, don't buy your textbooks before the class starts. I guess that's too late to say now because classes have started. Yeah. But it's always good to find, like, while Aurora might say you need this textbook, wait till what the prof says yeah. before buying it. Yeah.
1: And if you're not sure, email the prof. And profs will almost always reply to your email if you're, like, polite and, you know, you're not rude in their email. So use profs, seek resources, have a good time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, quickly before we move on, just again, want
0: to shout out everyone that came to orientation yesterday. I said over the Zoom that, like, I would shout them out. So thanks for coming. Anyways, we'll move on to our segments now. Mm. Do you have anything on...
1: Nope. On your mind? uh, No, no. We're on the segments. No, nothing. Sounds good. Here's what's on my mind. Mm. Do you think soup is thick water? I do not think that soup is thick water, Brendan. But I want to hear why you think soup is thick water. Well, it's mostly water, right? But it's not water. It's thicker. Is it not? It depends on what soup it is. If you have a potato soup and you mash it up and you put some. (laughs)
0: Water, <laughs> yeah, that's thick
1: water. <laughs> oh my god, think about tomato soup, thick water, cream oh of
0: mushroom, thick goodness. water with a little bit of ingredients. Uh. At the end of the day, it's just thicker water. Um, I had this argument with uh, my old friend in London, Ontario. He said, Uh, okay, so what's beer? I'm like, That's barley water, <laughs> you it's know, that's wheat water, water. <laughs> you know, vodka's Fair. potato water, and um,
1: really any drink like pop, that's sugar water. Okay, that okay, you know what, I oh, uh, sure, fine, yeah. you know what, I will accept that, however. I did get a counter argument. This is completely unrelated okay. by the way. I did get a counter argument to if you take a boat and you change every part Ooh, yeah, is going it back. the same boat? Yeah. Um uh, the question the answer is apparently no and I I seem to agree with that. Um reason being Wait, I said it wasn't. Did wait, you say is, it wasn't the same wait, boat. Wait, is
0: it the same boat? Yes. Yes, it's the same boat. Yes.
1: Uh, apparently, it's not the okay. same boat. And why uh, Because for every part of a boat, it has a serial number. And right. the serial number is, like, specific to that one part. So, you okay. can change every part. Then it has a completely, like, it's a, it, it's a new boat because each part has a serial number that's different.
0: Right. Okay. Just quickly, before I argue this, uh, this is in relation to a question we asked on, I believe, episode two of this podcast it was if you change if you have a boat and you change every part of the boat every single part over the course of the year is it the same boat mm-hmm. that is a decent argument but mm-hmm. again tino i would say what well, i'd argue to that is would you tell people you have a new boat <laughs> I In, mean. and the answer is no because you'd be like it's not people would be like oh is this a new boat and you'd be like and you're like yeah and they're like oh when'd you get it it's like oh actually i bought it a year ago uh it just looks different oh that's the same boat and so mm-hmm. um you have somewhat uh, the serial number. That's interesting, though, because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, if you change out
1: half the parts, is it a different boat then? Well, then that's the question.
0: So I'm asking. Uh, that's a counter argument to yours. Is that well, if you? It's, it's, change it's a different di- question. Okay, well, I'll just question. I'll just ask you that question. If is change, it a different have, boat? Is half it a
1: different boat? It's half of a different boat. That's my cop out answer.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I just like that. I that serial number thing doesn't because when you register the boat for insurance right you register the serial number so that boat just d- doesn't disappear all of a sudden it's it's the same boat it's it's not like you're registering a new serial number i think you're actually registering the same serial number in would terms of the entire boat
1: it would it would totally be a new boat it would 100% be a new boat do you know why it would be why? a new boat because if you change every part and you take one part out and you have you put another part mm-hmm. in then you have two parts so you have two different parts and you have two different boats essentially so it's a new boat, right? Because you take out every mm-hmm. single part and you put a new part in. Mm-hmm. Then you have all the old parts over here that could mm-hmm. make a boat. So it's okay. It's, it's two boats.
0: Yeah, you would have. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you would have two boats at that point. I mean, yeah. it's a new boat. But you'd be throwing out the parts
1: because you'd be changing them over the course of the year. Well, that's and they that's, wouldn't that's, be that's put a, together. Oh, that's a that's a question of what are you doing with the parts? It's a new boat yeah shout out to lauren Uh, so is it sledgers or sledgers oh on (laughs) governance
0: (laughs) yeah oh does she listen to the podcast she does damn lauren shout to you why don't you (laughs) tell me governance committee damn oh you kind of got me there you'd have two boats but right yeah okay i'm gonna come back with account argument to that but you're right you would have two boats at that point
1: she got me with that one she got. Me, oh, she got again, all I one. can
0: argue to that is by the time you put in that last piece, it's been a year since you put in the first piece. So that first piece is now old. It's a year old.
1: Well, we, it's old, but like, technically, it's a different boat. You have two boats.
0: Oh my God. I want to argue this, but I'm kind of <laughs> stumped. Okay, we'll just move on. Damn. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, super thick water and we'll move on. uh <laughs> Red flag game. Okay. Okay. The person you're dating is mm. all their friends. So, like, you're dating girl, all their mm-hmm. friends are guys if you're a girl, all their friends are girls. Hmm. Just, like, straight up. All of them are guys.
1: Cause so, I'm I'm a bit of a hypocrite when it comes to this one because I have a lot of, like, girlfriends. Um, but I don't know. It kind of makes me uncomfortable. So it's not, it's not a deal breaker. But it's a red flag. It's, it's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know I think uh, I think it would I think I'm gonna go deal breaker yeah because mm-hmm. while it might start as red flag I think just I just couldn't handle it after six months after six months I'd be just so paranoid and while I am uh, a person that's like you know if they cheat it wasn't meant to be and I can move on mm-hmm. like just like oh it, whatever happens happens I think I think just that paranoia would eventually like crack down that mindset of, of my original mindset of if it happens it happens so yeah I think deal breaker for me yeah um Mm. okay cool cool we'll move on to uh this is a good would you rather okay Uh, would you rather be the best player on a bad team or the worst player on a good team and if you want i can like simplify it in soccer terms for you would you rather be you know top scorer of the english premier league but you play for i don't know what who's a bad team burnley no west ham who's (laughs) a bad team this year um Newcastle. New. Ca- yeah. I know. My team my <laughs> yeah, 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 team's my team's probably <laughs> end Newcastle. up like sixteenth. You're the top scorer of the EPL and you're on Newcastle, or you ride the pine at Chelsea. Oh, I don't even get to play at Chelsea. You might see like two or three appearances in the year, maybe play like the early rounds of the FA Cup, but no, you're you're completely riding that pine. You're like oh. reserves. Sometimes you get called up to the subs. <laughs> you're the worst player on Chelsea. That's fair. But you oh. are in Chelsea and they're ne- and they're never gonna get rid of you through oh, your through your man. whole career. I Same don't
1: th- Yeah, I'd rather be the best on Newcastle. You'd rather be the best on Newcastle. Yeah, a
0: team that might get relegated. You know, you're stuck on Newcastle your whole career, but you are the best.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, mean, I'm gonna change that. You're the top
0: scorer of the EPL. You're just the best player on the team. So like, you're you're probably like pretty good, but yeah, you're the best player on Newcastle. But that's still not even really the best in the league. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you got to look at it like this, right? If you're the worst player, if you're the worst player playing for Chelsea, um, then your career is probably not headed anywhere. But if you're the best player playing for Newcastle, you have to stay on Newcastle. That's what I'm saying. You have to stay yeah, at Newcastle. You're, you're, st- you're oh stuck there. Goodness. You are the best player
0: on the wor- on that bad team <laughs> your whole career.
1: Uh, I'm the best. I, that's still fine too. Like <laughs> I don't know. know. That's 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 okay. You that seems so okay you to don't me.
0: win a single trophy. Meanwhile, Chelsea they go on to win multiple Premier Leagues. They go on to win mul- They win a Champions. That you have. Does a it Champions.
1: count though if you're the worst player mm. and you never play?
0: Yeah, if you're on the sub. If you just no, like, I'm gonna say you're on the sub for every game. You just never come in, that's you, or you sometimes you come in.
1: That's like the worst thing that could happen to a football player that you never play, but you still get like recognition for titles you didn't win. Nah, I wouldn't want that.
0: All right, um, I'm gonna put it in college football terms mm. uh, because that's my favorite sport. And if I was like the quarterback, I'd rather be, I'd rather be the backup quarterback mm-hmm. on like alabama well not alabama but like the clemson there you go clemson wins a bunch of championships i'd rather be the backup on clemson mm-hmm. or even better let's go nfl because i'd be getting paid then i'd rather yeah. be the backup on the patriots for the past you know 20 years back up to tom brady where i won six super bowls as the backup yeah. got paid to do it than be you know a really good i don't know drew Brees without the super bowl be the best one of the best quarterbacks but Never really win a championship. Really? Yeah.
1: You'd be okay with just like not playing or anything like that? It's not the best part. Like the best part is playing. The best part is just being in the game. I'm an NFL
0: quarterback that's getting paid to do nothing and is winning Super Bowls. Uh. Sometimes I come in when Tom Brady or like late in the game when we're winning by a million. (laughs) Yeah. No, Uh. I'd rather be that.
1: Mm. No, I'd rather play. I love playing.
0: Okay. what What if you're on Chelsea? You got like 10 appearances a year. And people knew you. Yeah, you're on FIFA. You're like 75 yeah. overall. You're still a good player. You're just like, because it's Chelsea, you don't really a, crack the lineup.
1: I don't know. It's it's about play. Like, for most of these players, I mean, like, sure, they make tons of money and all that. But, like, it's mostly about playing and, you know.
0: Yeah, but, like, if you're also the best player on the worst team, you'd just be getting mad at your teammates all the time. Like, I want to win and we keep losing. Like, I'm trying my, like, you would be trying your hardest and just not getting any results.
1: Okay. You'd be, able to, you'd be a Messi with Argentina. You mean?
0: Yeah, but even then, get, they get some results. I'm talking about oh, Newcastle right. get no results. You're never going to win anything. You are trying your hardest, and yeah, you're cracking goals, but you are never going to win anything. And you just match your teammates all the time because they suck compared to you. It's exactly messed up situation. I still, yeah. still best player. Still best player. Okay, I'll go. Worst still best player. player. Anyways, uh,
1: recommend the movie. Um, um, I I recently watched Venom. Um, I think yeah. it was over the weekend. How was it? It was pretty good. It was it was kind of corny to be honest, and it was a lot of kid jokes, and it was kind of like, uh, really, did you, do, was, <laughs> did you write that line of dialogue? But besides that, like the story, the plot, it was kind of interesting. Kind of right. interesting. I would recommend if you want to put it on in the background, do something right. else.
0: It kid jokes, as in like you know, simple-minded, like He's, haha you like slapstick comedy. Yeah, or yeah, like
1: very very on the surface, just just lame
0: humor overall that's funny because my movie is like that i (laughs) i've been recently really into adam sandler movies we, oh. like during the past week i've watched i've watched four really like, the longest yard click billy madison and the wedding singer the wedding singer i couldn't finish though because it's actually a rom-com i didn't know that mm. so i got bored halfway through but i will finish it
1: not a big fan of rom-coms
0: not by myself no okay. <laughs> um but yeah love the longest yard and i was i've seen billy madison a lot of times but mm. um i want to see if it held up now yeah, as a 23 year old i love it there's so many quotable things in it so that's what i'm recommending is watch billy madison it's very yeah it's very silly and stupid but there's a lot of good quotes in there okay just silly quotes yeah Noted. adam sandler to me is the goat better than tom hanks <laughs> okay <laughs> that All was right. an argument old I had. With yeah really yeah i i just i put it on the lo- side of like well he's a producer as well like he's writing these <sighs> movies like yeah Tom Hanks is a better actor, but in overall movie making, like just the movie aspect of things, (laughs) Adam Sandler's better. And I know, (laughs) yeah. if you think I'm wrong, please email us at (laughs) um, umsu 1020 at umfm.com. Let's see what we got here. Oh, picky either
1: segment. Megan. So. I want to I want to know more about this Megan-ism You want to know about thing. the megan diet? Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> I love this he, this man says it with his, with a serious face. It's like he's he's very serious. He's like I'm a vegan. Okay. A megan. Is this, is this doctor approved? Cuz you know vegans as much as vegans <laughs> can be annoying, but they still have a nutritious... Nutritiously balanced diet you know oh
0: yeah
1: (laughs) fda approved
0: you know i I was keeping it nutritious and like balanced but uh i've recently (laughs) Mm -hmm. like actually since last week i've decided you know i've been skinny my whole life i want to see if we can just like absolute pack on a ton of pounds oh yeah um so my i am like 145 ish right now i want to see if i can get to 170 by the end of the school year as in end of april after exams So Mm. I'll just say May 1st is a good date. That's end of April. Um, So now my diet consists of um, two liters of milk a day and one seventh of a kilogram of peanut butter. As in, a jar is one kilogram. So if I can finish that in the week. So I absolute mac peanut butter these days and just drink a ton of milk. I still eat other things. You know, I I love cherry tomatoes. So I've been eating those oranges. I try what it is, is that's just the base. If yeah. you think of it as a pyramid, the milk and the peanut butter is the base of calories, and just everything <laughs> else is just supplement stuff. Because, oh, I think with the milk and the peanut butter, um, I know on a weekly basis it comes up to 11,000 calories for the milk oh, and 6,000 for the peanut butter. So if you divide that by seven, like I'm only seven, oh, wait, I'm only uh, 4,000 short of like getting to whether like 3000 calories per day is the goal for me that would help me get to like 170 right and just by having all that peanut butter and milk in a week oh, I only need to have like small supplementary you know vitamins like balance it out with like spinach like just <laughs> yeah the low calorie stuff right that just like make sure that's balanced but yeah basically all my meals now are low calorie things because my breakfast and my like night snack is just a ton of milk and peanut butter
1: you should You should talk to a doctor. I looked it up on Reddit. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's it's healthy (laughs) fats. It It is healthy fats. I mean, that's fair. It's better than just eating a bunch of junk food. The peanut butter, yeah. Not so sure about the milk. The milk's healthy, fat man.
0: I don't know. Why do animals
1: drink milk from their mommies all the time? Did you know that we're actually supposed to be... All of us are supposed to be lactose intolerant? I know we are. But I'm not, baby. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Yum, 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 yum. Milk's my favorite. (laughs) People... People... People really complain about cows' milk um, and like kind of its environmental impact and all no that.
0: Well, uh, that's the same with steaks. I mean, you can. Why are you yes. getting mad at me? The milk drinker get mad at no, the sure. steak eaters. You said no, yesterday I your favorite it. food I was love steak. A good you're, steak. You're I, the, I love you're a the you're the problem.
1: Good steak. I, I am. I, I love a good steak. Tina, remember I when you said problem.
0: recycling was a myth last week? Recycling is a myth. Well, I found this meme. You guys can't see it, but what it is, it's, it's a picture of a raccoon being interviewed by someone, and it's and it's like <laughs> the raccoon's quotation <laughs> saying, yes, recycling's a myth. Put all your things in the garbage That's <laughs> because hilarious. the raccoon wants the I
1: garbage. I love that. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. so uh, I, I saw that on Twitter. I'm like, this is Tino.
1: <laughs> Tino is just <laughs> wants to eat out of the garbage, so he wants people to not recycle. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can say this. No, I won't say this. I'll say it afterwards. What do you mean so afterwards? Oh, no, like I don't when wanna, we cut? I don't, yeah, when we cut, I don't want to <laughs> say this. We're basically about to cut. Um,
0: in I think we are. I think that's all our segments. You didn't have any more questions for my Megan diet?
1: Um, No. I'm going to compile questions, and then I'll get back to you.
0: See, Meganism has helped me, though, because I now drink more water, too. I used to barely drink. I used to hate water and never drink water. And now I'm drinking a liter a day because I know I have to break down all the protein that's going into me. So mm. so it's a good thing.
1: You know, write to us with all your questions and comments on the Meganism Yeah, badge. also
0: if you have good bathroom suggestions, you know, I'd love to shout them out because I'm a science guy So I'll and St. Paul's guy. So I only know those two locations where mm. the best bathrooms are there. But, you know, if you're an art student, Asper student, and you know where the best bathrooms are on campus, write this in. We want to shout out. We want to help the first years when they come back to campus know where the best place to poop is. <laughs>
1: oh, goodness. I'm
0: sorry for the vulgarness of this episode, but we will now cut and bring on uh Mbuli, the former VPFO of UMSU, kind of give his take on his time on at UMSU. And uh, you know, he was my mentor, so yeah, you get to see the inside of uh, the person that made me want to run for UMSU. Anyways, see you in a second.
2: Now you threw off my groove.
0: All right, and we're back here with Mbuli, the former VPFO from UMSU. How are you doing, brother?
2: I am. Still breathing, I am doing really, really, really good. How are you guys
0: doing? We're doing great, yeah. It's good to hear you. Haven't seen you in a while. I know it's been, it's been way too long. We should definitely catch up
2: more frequently than this.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's just good. I'm glad that we could have you over the phone during these circumstances. Um, how's, after, life, how's life been after Umsu?
2: Life after Umsu has been, um, nothing short of blessed. I am. Um, um right right off so obviously my term finished around about the time where covid was uh, becoming a menace all around the place um but i'd uh, secured a job uh working at a bank cwb so nice. i immediately jumped into that and that was really really like exciting and new especially with what i'm trying to achieve in my life uh, moving forward um um eventually i wanted to get my cfa under my belt and and move on in the financial um, industry from there. So um, work-wise, it's been great. And then personally, it's been really, really good just um, trying to get better um, everywhere I can, mentally, physically, emotionally, in each of those different capacities and categories. So um, it's been really, really good. And I'm excited to obviously see what comes next for me. But I'm also excited to see what you guys are gonna be up to and everything that you guys are gonna take on moving forward
0: that's awesome um what was your best part about umsu what was the best part about umsu
2: wow that's um that's a that's a lot of questions There's a, there, there was a lot <laughs> there was a lot um yeah. I was very fortunate that I got to do umsu uh for two years and I think you can definitely take pros from both um i think for me um I got to meet some incredible people from all around the country um, that are doing amazing work in their unions and inspired some of the amazing work that we got to do um, in ours. Um, I think we were also able to start a couple of projects and finish a couple of projects mm. while we were around, whether it was the renovations, whether it was um, you know hiring people in different positions that make the union better. I think we were able to um leave the union in a better place than we found it, and that was, that was kind of the goal going in, and um, I think we achieved, we achieved it, so I think, for me, that was a really big um, plus.
0: Yeah, you left us uh, great new offices that we can't go into, and <laughs> honestly, a really good GPAs, a good GPAs <laughs> that we'll be able to open, which is awesome. Um, nice. What was the worst part about Umsu? Is there something that you just didn't like while being in your term?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, where there's pros, there's, there's cons too. I um, there wasn't a whole lot, to be honest. I think that um, an overarching negative, and it, I don't know whether, it's, like, I don't know. I think it's part. It was partly a misconception on my part, and 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 the expectations on the unions probably was not what I thought it would be going mm-hmm. in. Um, it would be a lot different i thought we will we'd be able to do a lot more um and there was a lot more restrictions mm. and uh, negative connotations on the nuances going and moving in around the union which i don't feel were necessary um whether it was um because of people that were working at the union at the time or still working at the union, um i think that was probably the least um my least favorite thing i, I also think there was a little bit of a change for me right like i came in uh when we came in in my first year the structure of the union was not the structure but the personnel at the time was a little different and mm-hmm. um and then that changed and with that change um it wasn't necessarily a positive change but that's what happens sometimes so um i think that, that that's my i think that's mine mm-hmm. but um yeah you also I, you know, as i said
0: you're also a pretty crazy guy that you had to now watch your appearance uh, now in this uh elected official position. <laughs> exactly, exactly,
2: exactly. I, I here's the thing with that. I um yeah, you know, centering yourself is a is a very is a very, very, very good um, personality trait to have. Um, I just didn't understand the magnitude that that was gonna happen at. So right, exactly. no more pros and cons, man.
1: Yeah, and cons.
0: Uh, we got our hype man. You were like the hype man, and now Tino's kind of the hype man of the union.
2: I'm actually so glad Tino is taking up that mantle, I guess I know he's going
0: to get it. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we went eight episodes without swearing. Now we actually got that the,
1: the one time we hadn't come on. <sighs> Jesus. The one well, time. <laughs> I, I was just
2: I, I was like, oh, team Iron Man, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. nah. It's the like like shoes said, that
1: you guys left.
0: Yeah, like I said, crazy personality. Well, what yeah. was something, you kind of touched on this already, but what was something you were proud of, of achieving during your two years here at Umsu? It could be something that you specifically did or just your team uh, as a whole did. Um, You know, I'll give
2: I'll give context just um, mm-hmm. for people that, listening and, and aware of, of of all the intricacies that go in at i and, and the time uh the time periods that we were going to at the time so um basically the year that we came in was two years removed from what what was historically a very very um uh tumultuous time at Amsu so mm-hmm. there had been a lot of turmoil um with one of the presidents and one of their and that and that particular executive team mm-hmm. um certain things that happened that um a lot of the students in trust the union, probably rightfully so um mm-hmm. and so the people that we replaced um tangy and Wilfred and them when they went into their term they their goal was to mend fences yeah. right so they went they were they went into the role and they were like hey um we understand you guys don't feel like the students union is representing you and that doesn't have your um you know, your best intentions at heart. So we are going to do our best to go in and make sure that we show you every single day that we do have those best intentions that are and the way that manifested is when situations came up, they mm-hmm. were less likely to to uh push the envelope. They they were less likely to either bring things as emotion or they were less likely to just pick sides because they were trying to mend fences with everybody it wasn't even about um, political issues or it wasn't even about any anything in the realm of of, of controversy that can that can be seen they were just a very very hyper alert that they were trying not to do anything wrong and what that basically did was it pushed a lot of issues onto our team not on purpose obviously I don't think they wanted to do that but just with the strategy that they used to re- to rebuild those fences, to um, mend those fences. I think that's what ended up happening. So we ended up dealing with a lot of issues where the context came from a different executive team. And that executive team had done two years prior to us. So mm-hmm. it had been a two-year-in-the-making sort of um, um, issues that we, were, that we were walking into. So that was very, very interesting for us. I think um, we were both excited and anxious about 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 that kind of that kind of situation um and we then dealt with a lot of very very heavy handed um topics and i think i i there were topics that i enjoyed um tackling and there were some topics that were less enjoyable for multiple reasons um but i think we did that really really well we also unfortunately had to go through um, government um, the provincial government trying to take away the U pass and then mm-hmm. and 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 the uh, provincial government taking away international health care yeah um, and within those negative things we were able to achieve some positive things whether it was um, uh, getting the universities to cover a, a year of internationals um, health care in the mm-hmm. transitional period um, we, um, I sat, um, on the RFP for, for, um, getting, establishing the, the next healthcare provider mm-hmm. for the international healthcare. So I, I was very chuffed with a lot of things that I was able to achieve on a, on a, I guess, more external, uh, basis, even though I was the VP, uh, FO and, 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 and internal in that capacity. So I was very, very happy that I got to experience that sort of avenue with Amsu. but I was also very happy with the internal stuff that I got to deal with, whether it was, you know, uh, the renovations of the offices or um, the hiring Mm. of the HR manager, which is kind of unbelievable that we didn't have one um, (laughs) as an organization. But um, anyway, so yeah, there was a couple of really good things internally and externally that we were able to achieve. even, I mean, we also we were very either fortunate or unfortunate to have a provincial and federal election in the space of a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we were able to get some of the arts on the table and that was pretty cool. Um, but yes, that was too exciting.
1: Yeah. awesome to just just to comment on what you've just said there and it's, it's quite a bit but i think one of the greatest things that your team over the past two years have managed to do is really make sure that students have that trust in the union again and like mm. you mentioned before with everything that had happened before like student trust was very low and understandably so and you guys really managed to come in and really ground uh, students trust and make sure that students just believe in what the union stands for and the the work that we're doing which is really really big so good on you guys for doing that yeah
2: yeah i I appreciate that that was um i appreciate that um obviously the team uh yeah as a team that was one of our our biggest priorities um and i will be honest like we had a lot of fun doing it too we (laughs) one of the things we we we, um we came in in that first year we're like we are going to go to every single social if if a faculty, uh, uh, a student group, whatever. If they invite us to an event, we will be there. We will show the students that we we want to be there, and we um and we we want to be a part of everything they do and their their student mm-hmm. experience. And uh, like when we said it, it was obviously coming from a place where we wanted um we wanted to get to rebuild that trust and and yeah. and, and help and help them understand all students understand that we um we're here for you in any capacity. Yeah. Um. And um and we had so much fun doing it. So, you know, I think
0: yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Awesome. Yeah. This is actually the um a podcast episode specifically for new students as we are now, you know, during orientation in the first week of school. I've heard your story of you coming to Canada and the University of Manitoba multiple times. Goodness. Um, you know, I know it's a long story, but like within the next five minutes, can you uh go through that story and that transition of <laughs> Coming from overseas to cold, cold Winnipeg.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, man, okay. So that was that was an experience for me. That was a whole experience for me. I um, I had a little bit of a different um, uh, international experience because um, I am Zimbabwean, and um, I am very very proud of being Zimbabwean. I though I unfortunately didn't spend a lot of my time growing up in Zimbabwe. And right before I came to, to Canada, I was actually in Spain. I was playing uh, football in Spain. Um, not not uh, Canadian football, but uh, the real football. Nice. Um, and I was um, at an academy called FC Coignol at the time. And then um, that didn't work out. So I'd come from very, 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 very warm, a very, very warm climate. And then my parents were like, well, you're going to Winnipeg, man, it's over. Um, and, uh, I went from plus 35 to negative 35 really, really quickly. And that was a very, very interesting transition period for me. But, um, when I got here, I met some incredible people. Um, I met some incredible people who were on RSAC at the time. Um, Mark Moffitt. um, he currently works at the Hub. I, am pretty sure he still at the hub right? Am I starting to score? Is he still there?
0: No, not. No, okay. no.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, Mark he used to work at the hub. Um, but um, before that, he was the president of our track. and him and um, um, who was the other president? Evan Johnson. Um, and so I remember one day I was in uh, Mary Specie, a residence building. That's where I was staying at the time. I went down to condo, and uh, Mark was in there and he was playing his guitar, and I was like, hey, can I join you? And um, we we became uh, um, friends from there, and he convinced me to join the RSAC Student Council, and I was like, okay, cool, that is super something that I'm interested in. I I felt really, really great that this person had brought me in and helped me integrate into the Canadian Society at the time, and I just really wanted to give that back. So Mm. I joined um, RSAC, the Resident Student Council Association, um, as an international rep, but also as a sports rep, so I, I had a dual role that year, and I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed interacting with international teams, just kind of giving them the, the lowdown of the land, and just letting them know what um, what my advice is from everything that I had learned um, prior to that. And um, I was like, I, still, I want to keep on doing this. I want to keep this moving. So I um, joined AMSA, because uh, I was moving building, so that's just a different residence building, and I was now on the residence council for that building, and I decided that I also wanted to be a little more um, specific to my degree and the things that I was doing, so I decided to do the finance director role, and then I, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, but I want to do a little bit more than residence, so then I joined ASPC um, as also the finance director, and that's when I met Jake, <laughs> my guy Jacob. Uh, me and Jacob had been working, um, to the end of our university degrees, we'd been working on students, um, the student movement stuff for the better part of three years together, just over three years together, and um, and uh, yeah, and the whole time he was the president of whatever I was doing, and I was always this, the finance guy, and um, and then when it was time, when he decided you know he wanted to run for arms, and I decided I wanted to run for arms. He was like, do you want to do this together? And I was like. I don't know if I like you that much. But, so, so, <laughs> um, and then we uh, we did see together, and I think one of the things that I, um, for all the different uh, people listening and all that stuff, I think one of the things I appreciated and will always appreciate and continue to appreciate with my friendship with Jacob was we are vastly different um, people. Um, just in every sense of the word um he's a tall lanky you know white dude and i am you know this really attractive black guy it's just you yeah. know the, the
0: scales are just so different Yeah, you know, um,
1: and you're um, humble too yeah. yeah. you're very humble which is nice
0: <laughs> tall <laughs> okay, yeah call just, jacob um, tall but not yourself short <laughs> yeah no big deal yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know i'll
2: just kind of you know give give the people a picture um and um he's so smart he's uh, incredibly smart and he he's very um brilliant he's a brilliant human being and he is um he has very very unique political views and understandings and just ideologies of how the world works and some of those i agree with and some of them i don't but he was one of the first people i'd interacted with at the time who um was respectful um of other people's views even though he didn't agree with them and he would let you know whether he agreed with them or not but he was very respectful and i think that was one thing I didn't feel in this society uh, coming into it was that people were respectful of other people's opinions regardless of whether they agreed with it or they don't Um, and so I guess what I'm what I'm saying is um, you will to all the people who are listening who are sort of new to the university you will meet a lot of people who are very vocal and very intimidating and and will um, shove their opinions down your throat but your opinions are valid and find people that make you feel comfortable expressing your opinions and having um different opinions because at the end of the day um we are not we are different for a reason and i i quite frankly like the university of said before that reason yeah. just the diverse nature of the student population and the ability to be able to express opinions um uh, freely without uh, critique so that was um that was my transition to um and yeah. i Obviously, there's a lot of details uh, left out there, but um, yeah, that was kind of that was a great that was a great time. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. You and Jake, a beautiful bromance and beautiful tag yeah. team. You really created yeah. a lot of great things while you're here on campus. Um, yeah, that's all the time we got for you, man. But thank you so much for coming on. Um, you know, you were the one that really, you know, took me under your wing and shadowed me, or got got me a shadow you, and uh, showed me the ropes. And I appreciate you for that.
2: Absolutely, bro. It was a a pleasure. It is also um, an absolute honor that you are the VPFO now and that you and team are doing all these great things. I'm obviously keeping tabs on you guys just because it is so exciting to see what you guys are doing and and how amazing and talented and smart the both of you are and the rest of your team. but, uh, yeah, like, only good things, only good things I, I wish for you guys,
0: son. Awesome, yeah. We'll carry on your legacy. So <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, Mbouli. We'll talk to you later. Absolutely.
2: I hope you guys have a good rest of your day.
1: I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome.
0: And we're back. Thank you for Mbouli, what I consider my big brother because he just, like, taught me so much to get to this position. Uh, nice. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Mooli. Um Tino. Mm -hmm. What genre are national anthems? Country. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of genres, Uh, all summer I've been into what's called surf rock. Oh, yeah? Um, I found this playlist on Spotify. Um, It's very easy to find if you just type in surf rock. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's where the song of the week comes from this week. It's the song's called Feeling Okay by Best Coast, but yeah, there's a ton of great songs on that playlist. I'll just quickly rattle off my faves, like there's Drag, <laughs> Let the Sun In, Doubt, Days, Bitter, Big Fat Mouth, and Every Time. All these will be put into our AMSU 1020 playlist. Again, you can find that by just looking up the account AMSU 1020 and yeah. both our playlist with the song of the week and every song we've shouted out come up. But yeah, other than that, it's actually easier to find if you just go to the Surf Rock playlist. Nice. But yeah, that's all the time we have for this week. We're sorry we went to like an hour. I bet this episode's <laughs> an hour. We're sorry we went so long. We'll try and destroy it next week. It's just that it's orientation, though. We've we got lots of info. To say. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to spread good vibes. Good vibes only. Peace.